Yeah, hot dog versus or hamburger versus hot dog style. I think this is hot dog. This stylist. is hamburger. No, well, that would be hot dog. <laughs> Oh, don't you touch that dial. You're listening to KAOP AM 1045. My name is Danny. I'm Daniel. And this is Actions on Purpose, a weekly radio show that covers the ins and outs of Seattle's DIY. We were just voted best AM radio station in Seattle. Just want to thank our listeners for that. Daniel, how are you doing? I'm doing really well, Danny. Did you go to that goth show on Saturday? I did go to that goth show. How was the goth show on Saturday? (laughs) It was very goth. It was exactly the crowd from the Mercury. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah. Uh, would you want to explain to uh, our listeners what the Mercury is? Or is it oh, secret? It's absolutely secret. Okay. Are you a member? If you promise that you're a member. I, I was... <laughs> I On open membership night, I forget what happened, but I got like drunk. You know what? Like, that I, same night was another open membership night. Oh, really? That you didn't make it to again. I didn't know what was going on. But we actually went to the goth club after that. Uh, like, as after that goth show. Like, the whole... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the last All it was a procession straight to the goth club. Yeah, the last man finished, everyone turned around in unison and slowly in single file. And then as they walked in and just immediately got on the dance floor and started dancing. And it was like, but, so wait, what were the bands that played? That was um, Uniform in the Body mm-hmm. and Author and Punisher also played. Author and Punisher, have you heard this yeah, guy? Yeah, we, talk, we talked about that. Yeah, like, he has this mean, crazy drum he, trigger he thing that's like own. on Pistons. He's smashing it back and forth. It's... It's fascinating to watch. <laughs> what have you been up to, Danny? Uh, you know, it's just it's weird because there's like a series of events that individually didn't seem like they meant anything, but I feel like they just keep compiling onto each other. And there's one common theme which will be obvious to you and oh, the listeners. Please. So the other night, I was at a bar, and I usually don't even care about the music they play at a bar. Cause it's usually really easy to tune out. But it was just like uh, the bartenders had their phone plugged into the system. And it was just, I described it as what a guidance counselor thinks is punk. And it was just like, it was just like bad Blondie songs. Like it was only really two good Blondie songs. But it was like bad Blondie songs and then like Rock the Casbah. Also, should I say or should I go now, within an hour. (laughs) And having both those songs within an hour. Like there's... A lot of good Clash songs. I like The Clash. There's a lot of great songs. Those two songs are stupid. Do you think this was like a satellite radio situation? I don't. I don't know because I I did see that like his phone was plugged in. Oh, so shuffling a playlist. As soon as I said that to the person I was with, an Elvis Costello song came on, which is like it was just like it was like really perfect. And then like three days after that. Like four days after that, uh, I was working at the record store, and like a like kind of daddish guy came in the store and just like walked around. I was like, "Wow, this is this is really great. You guys, this is a really great place." Uh, hey, so you going to Elvis Costello show tonight? <laughs> and I just said, "Oh, I'm, I'm working till ten. Which is, <laughs> doesn't actually answer the question. It's just it's a piece of information that will get him to stop talking." Uh, I usually hate when people do that to me, where I ask them a question, they don't answer, they just say like they blurt out a piece of information. And then he says to me, he's like, okay, uh, yeah, you know, it's a really great store. I really like your store. Um, yeah, I'm going to come back on Small Business Saturday. <laughs> Which, 
bitch. Are, are y'all having in a, a big, year. big sale? <laughs> but also, that's a year. That's the day after Black Friday. So he's telling me he's going to come back in a year. And I'm, I don't know if I'm supposed to care or not. Or if that's like an insult. Like, that's actually an insult. Like, this point, I'm not coming back in here for at least a year. <laughs> And then he's then then I, I kind of must have made a face because that was so ridiculous. And he said, "Hey man, I'm from Spokane." And then just kept walking. And then like he walked out the door. And I don't even was Ellis Costello even in town. I, I have no idea. And he's gonna lie. That, that's why I thought it was weird too because I would have assumed that I would have known. I didn't even know about it. So <laughs> I think he may have been crazy. And then today this guy came in to sell a bunch of records. And he's just like, yeah, you know, there's some common stuff in there. Um, but, you know, there's like a lot of $10 records in there. But then there's, there's a couple $30 records in there. I'm like, all right. Uh, most of them were water damaged. Most of them were scratched. Uh, most of them were garbage. I thought you were going to say they were all Clash and Blondie. No. <laughs> uh, you know, there's probably, there's some $30 Clash records out there. So I was like, I was when I was done, I said to him, I was like, so... What were the th- what, what records did you think were worth thirty dollars? Because I was trying to keep an eye out for them, and I just I'm sorry I couldn't find them. And he was like, "Well, you know, there's I mean, there's those Elvis Costello records." In there. <laughs> and I'm like, "What is going on? Why is everyone like attaching this reverence to Elvis Costello?" He is so hot right now, Danny. You don't know. That's is he, is he doing like an unplugged or something? I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. So that that that, that was. Uh, I don't know why, but it just, it just all those things happen in a very small amount of time, and it's just really annoying. It's like bumping into like the same person, but that's a strain that you don't know them, but they're at like three different stores that you go to in a week, and you're like, God, why do I keep seeing, you know, that guy with that cowboy hat or whatever? <laughs> but anyways, that's neither here nor there. Uh, Daniel, you went to a show last Friday. I did. Uh, what show was that? That was showed Kame House. Yes, at I, which I, go ahead. Dragon played. Dragon. Dragon. One of my favorite bands. Dragon is, as far as I can tell, is the hottest band in Seattle. Right now. That's what I heard too. And <laughs> right, and we're lucky because right here in the studio, uh, we have the drummer of Dragon, Anthony. Here I am, Anthony. How are you doing? Pretty well. You know, hanging out in the back of the record store. Uh, excuse me, you're hanging out at uh, an AM radio station at the corner of uh, 28th and Church. Se- uh, Seattle's oldest AM radio station. Is, oh, okay. Yeah. No, that's right. That is where I am. But, uh, <laughs> you must be confused. But we have so many records here that it's, it's like... Yeah, yeah you can right, see how right. I get confused. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, a lot of people get confused. Uh, uh, so Dragon is the youngish band? Uh, no, wait. I'd, I'd say we're pretty. Wait, what do you mean? Oh, you mean in terms of like? <laughs> oh, the band? No, not the members. <laughs> no, no. Uh, yeah, I'm saying yeah. The, the band, the, the the band itself. Yes. 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 Um, yeah. When was Dragon birthed? Well, wait. You so have you played ten shows yet, Haven? No. Okay, I that's think I th- I was trying to figure this out the other day. I think we've played six now. Yeah, I think it's six. Um, in about a year or so, a little over a year. So that's not much. That's actually much less than I'm used to. But <laughs> it's you know, it's because I don't know, just life. Because there's it's a lot of people. Busy. In there's a lot of people. There's five of us. It's a hard thing to wrangle. Is and, and is everyone in another band? Um, n- no. Everyone. Everyone except for Emily. Yeah. 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 So, 
and that's a problem. But also, we just don't really want to play that many shows. Like, it you want to keep them wanting more. Well, keep the audience wanting more. Yeah, but it's like fun to play shows when you haven't played a show in a while. Mm. Like my last band that I was in in Seattle, we would play. There was a time we played once a week for like a month and a half. Is this white coward. Straight, yeah. And that, I mean, at that point, you're just. I mean, you don't even really have to go to band practice because you just, it's like practice every week. And then at some point it is like practice every week because no one fucking shows up. Yeah. <laughs> oh, like, why am I doing this? Ouch. I saw, I mean, it's not their fault. Yeah, it's like, yeah. I will go there. It's like, you know, at some point you're like, God, they're playing thing. again? Like, yeah. it happens. Yeah, I think, I mean, I think the last time I saw White Coward was actually just like around the corner in the basement of that house. Yeah, yeah. I loved that house. Yeah. I loved playing there. Yeah. That, yeah, that was, it was the, uh, I think we because we played there maybe two or three times. That was a fun place to play. They had a neighbor who his kitchen window looked out into the backyard. Yeah, and he was really cool about them having shows there. And he would be you'd be like in the yard milling around between bands or whatever, and you could see him doing his dishes with like headphones. On. <laughs> that's, and I was like, that's a really nice neighbor. That's the most you know? fun neighbor. I mean, that's like. Yeah, and uh, yeah, yeah, I thought that was really special. And, and then you yeah. find out that those weren't headphones; those weren't like ear, you know, protection. They were actually headphones, and he was listening to like Gavin McInnes' podcasts and stuff. Oh my god! I'm I joking. Thought, when I'm you joking, said, no, it's just that when you said Gavin, I thought you were going to say Gavin Rosdale, and I was like Gavin Rosdale solo album, no. like, and then I was like, it took me into a whole thing. And he said McGinnis, and then it was, yeah, way way angrier. The Gavin Rosdale stuff probably is. <laughs> Well, that'd be funny if he was listening to, like, Merzbauer or something. He's like, <laughs> like bleeding his like, ears. It's, it's how I concentrate on the dishwasher. He's like, I'm sorry, you, you kids use drums and stuff? I just, I can't get <laughs> yeah. into that. No, get that. Yeah. No. He loves Author and Punisher, yeah. that guy. Oh, Author and Punisher is pretty rhythmic. I don't it's think you cool. really... Uh, yeah. Merzbauer's a whole nother level. <laughs> no, I... And then, yeah. Yeah, that's true. You're right. So would you... Just would, listen to Static. Yeah. Would, you, would, you, would you call dragging uh, a supergroup? Uh, I don't or just, know. Or, or just well, I would call Dragon a super. Well, I mean, it's like because okay, every every member has already been in another. Yeah, band. but yeah, you play sporadically. Yeah, I don't know. I I, I just like know. using the word supergroup. Yeah, no, I I wish. I, yeah, I don't. Seattle's so. number one supergroup. Yeah. Well, so how did the band come about? Because well, why don't you list? Why don't you mention the other people? They're in the band and some sure. of the bands that they were in when you formed. When we formed, yeah. yeah. So there's Colin, who's in Haunted Horses, um, and then who's been on the show? Who's been on, yeah. yeah. Um, Emily was in Stickers yeah. with Colin, yeah. and she's not in in any other bands. Um, Gabby, who sings, is in Tissue, and also was in Stickers. Yeah. And then Jim was Jesus. When we started the band, Jim was in. He had male, female, Nair, Misty's, and like maybe another band at that point. And those are just the ones you know about, like you know. Right? Yeah. He'd, he'd, be like, know, I, he'd be in like country bars, like up yeah. north in Belgium. Yeah. I actually remember the first time he told me he's like, "Oh, um, he's like Nair's gonna play its first show," and I was like, "What the hell is Nair?" <laughs> and he's like, "It's my band," and I was like, "You have another band?" Like I had no idea at that point. Like it was just like, yeah, he was in so many bands. Um. Yeah, and then me, and I wasn't in any at that point, so... But, uh, yeah. So how did the band form then? I... Well, I moved away for four years, and when I came back, the night that I... I think it was the night I came back, Haunted Horses was playing a show. 
And so we were like, what better way to come back home than to go see Haunted Horses? Wait, which version of Haunted Horses was this? This was their, this was like the current, like, you know, it was two, just, it was just Pelly and, okay. and Colin. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. Which we felt Colin like, was still playing guitar, though. He, right? Yeah, he was playing yeah, that yeah. bass six, which was really yeah, yeah. cool. Um, and so it felt cool because I'd seen, when I was gone, I'd seen on the internet that they like kind of stopped and then mm. they came back and everything. So, so we saw them and then I ran into Emily there. And it was just like, we were just talking and I was like, what are you doing? Are you playing music? And she's like, no, we should play music. And I was like, yeah. Wait, I I have a feeling that maybe she was like, we should shred. Yeah, no, she definitely, <laughs> yeah. No, that's, that like is camel. not, that not true. Yeah. <laughs> she definitely, I think, probably said we should shred. Um, and yeah, and so then it took a while, though, before we actually did. And I think that at that point. Sometimes, sometimes the shred comes slow. Yeah, yeah, totally. I think mm. at I think at that point they were playing. I think that Colin and Emily had been playing with Jim or been wanting to play with Jim. Something about like you know with that, and so then eventually we all got together. The the four of us got together, and I'd never even met Jim before. I met him like the the night of that practice. Yeah. Um. And then we just yeah we started playing. I think we like wrote a song like that first night, and then it was kind of a thing where. Emily was like, we need to get Gabby in here. I think she would like this. And we were all like, sure. And then she came in and she was like, this is great. I want to be in this. So that's how it happened. There you go. Yeah. So, uh, I mean, I, this, if you don't want to do this, you don't have to. But if, do you want to describe to the li- listeners uh, what you sound like? Because you haven't released anything. You're, you, no, we haven't yeah. yet. Um, we have recorded, but we don't have any idea yet of when that will be out or what that'll look like um i don't really know how to describe it i it's twin guitar attack yeah there's two guitars one of which is just like really abstract and kind of noisy um at times and i yeah i don't know it's like it's pretty rhythmic that sounds so stupid to say I don't know. Chaotic rhythmic. Yeah, I like, you know, like at one point, Clark actually, our dear friend Clark, said that it sounded like Sonic Youth with the drummer of Can. <laughs> and huh. I don't know that that's true, but I really, I was like, that's a nice thing to say to someone. Um, but I don't, yeah, I don't know. It's, I have no idea. I don't think that's uh, true, but what do you think? Alex Kenny? described it as very, very, um, Future forward, future, future forward. forward. Oh, our something boss. Like that. Yeah, he did. He did the other day. He said it was something like that. Future forward, I think, or something. And I, I your boss came to your show. No, he's heard the recording. Oh, so my our boss. We share a boss. Oh, yeah, full disclosure, we work together. Yeah. At, did Did you two Did you two uh, know that you both were going to be on the podcast tonight, or did you just walk? No, in? I walked in and saw Daniel here, and I was pleasantly surprised. You were like, holy well, shit, am I had to have to I knew mic. as soon as yeah, I right. found out I was going to be on the radio. Oh, th- sorry, yeah, you're right. So yeah, we do, we, we, uh, for our listeners, uh, we do release this as a podcast, uh, which you can get through iTunes, Stitcher. There's one, I think it was Stitcher, I went to go sign us up for, because uh-huh. someone said, like, are you on Stitcher? And I said, no, and they go, you should be. And we were already on, so I don't know, like, <laughs> I don't, yeah, I don't know where else we're on. That, but that you. happened, that happened to you. me. That happened to me, actually. Someone was like, oh, I think I was, like, looking for a job or something, and they were like, they're like, you should try LinkedIn. And I was like, oh, I guess I, I don't know. Not that I have any credentials that belong on LinkedIn. <laughs> but I looked at it, and I already had an account. Apparently, I'd set it up, like, a couple years before and just completely blocked it out. And it was, like, just my name. There was no picture or anything. But, yeah, similar. I think they just made one of those for everybody. 
That would be nice of them, I guess. <laughs> but they should tell you if they're going to do that, right? I don't know. You, I, you have no proof they did. Yeah. Yeah, you work at a bike shop. I do. Yeah. And so, oh, that's what I was going to say. Our yeah. boss used to run a recording studio. So the, the stereo systems at our, at our shops are pretty nice and actually are really nice for when you want to, like, listen to demos or oh, mixes yeah, yeah. of your band before yeah. you open the shop um and like loud and all this stuff so he's heard them um and so yeah so he that's why he said we were what was it future I, yeah something like that he was i don't know he was comparing it to something else he said it's not as <laughs> I, I, don't, I can't remember exactly the term he used yeah modern cutting edge Future. Cutting I edge. Think, I think I like future, cutting edge. I think future was part of it. <laughs> yeah, I think it was. Cutting edge sounds cool. It's like uh, when my yeah. parents used to tell Dragon, me when I was a little kid that I looked sharp when I got my hair. Oh, yes. that's yes. Yes. Did you like that? Yes. Oh, you look sharp. That's a good. Oh, it makes you feel thank good. Thank you. I like How about that. you clean up nice? That sounds a little backhanded to me. So that so that's only been said. To me. If my dad told me, "Oh, you clean up nice," I'd be like, "What?" That would be funny. So both those things have been said to me. The sharp thing is said sincerely. The "you clean up nice" thing is always like mm-hmm. like someone says it in jest. Sure, but it's because like you know you've shaved and you're wearing sure. a suit and. If I ever, if I ever have a child for some reason, I am definitely going to tell it that it cleans up nice <laughs> at one point in its life. Yeah. There's also there's Establish one, those good habits. There's, yes. There's one Simpsons joke that I think is really funny where Milhouse, someone says something about Milhouse being ugly, and he's like, "My mom says I'm the cutest little boy <laughs> yeah. in second grade." <laughs> I always, I always love that. Yeah. What else is going on with Dragon? How many songs have you written? Oh God! Yeah. Um, Have you dropped any songs yet? You know that's funny. You should say that because uh, you're about to drop a bunch. Sort of. And well, by drop, I mean like I was going to say like not playing. not like a yeah. mixtape. Yeah. Um, no, we stopped playing the our first uh, song that we ever wrote. Was it ever recorded? <clears throat> yeah, and so that's the thing is um, th- on the record we were done recording we were like packing up a bowl like we just finished and it's like okay that sounds good and then jim's like he had he had mentioned doing this song i don't even know what it's called we just call it one and he's like can we can we do one and we were like oh, i don't know and so he's like let's do it you know like while well, it's set up and we're like okay okay we hadn't played that song in like six months yeah. probably and so we just recorded it just like straight away and now that's on the record it's like well, a, mm. a secret track oh. yeah but so yeah um other than that we've started writing a new song but no it's i don't know it's it's hard we like the most recent song we wrote we took a good few months to write which was kind of troubling for us because a lot of them came really easy and that one took a really long time mm. and being that we're a relatively new band i don't think we've like fully worked out like how we do songwriting yeah so it's yeah it's it's in an interesting point right now because we're jamming things and we're trying, you know, and we're like a jam-based band, so that's always weird. Because then you you can like he did do air quotes, listeners. <clears throat> yeah, <laughs> you can you can you can play something for like three practices, and then eventually you're like, you know what? I'm, we're just done with this. We've kind of done that. Like we had things, and then we're just like, this is not going anywhere. So yeah, sometimes jams just fall off a cliff, huh? Yeah, yeah. So, but yeah, other than that, I don't really know what else is going on with us. We did just get asked to play a show in February that maybe we'll do. I mean, we're going to try to do is it. it. Is it the, the Big Bite tour kickoff? Yes. I don't know where or if that's actually, like, mm. 
confirmed that we'll be doing it, but we've all said yes, so which it, would be cool. It might be in the back bar of the crocodile. Oh, that's right. I heard that. Yeah, sure. But I don't think it's confirmed. Yeah. Yeah, that'd be fine. I don't really care. Everywhere would be cool. Everywhere, Everywhere would be cool. Everywhere, man. <laughs> just like all, all like, the bands on the flatbag trucks just trying to just, run Seattle. Dude, there's an ACDC video where they did oh, that. Oh, yeah. No, that's awesome. Yeah. Is that uh, Let's Have You Rock or no? I can, Honestly, I've okay. never seen it with the music, and I've only ever seen it in a bar with oh, the sound yeah. off, and I really enjoyed that. <laughs> I thought that was cool. I don't know. Because then I was just like, "What are they? You know, what are they playing? They could be playing anything." You know what? The, the, something very similar in my life is I've never seen the movie Natural Born Killers. Me neither. But I've been at parties where they just had it on. <clears throat> yeah, the, the TV. chances neither of you have seen. Natural I've seen Born parts Killers. of it, but I've never seen. I I actually no. You know what? I haven't even seen parts of. It. I'm thinking of that movie California. No, I haven't seen oh, it. Cal- I know it was a K, California. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that movie is. <laughs> that, 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 that is the, the Natural Born Killers ripoff. Yeah. yeah. Anyways, when I when I was like when I was like, you know, late teens, early twenties, often I would go to like parties where the person would have put on their VHS copy of Natural Born Killers to like set the mood because sure. it's crazy. It's that vivid bloodbath. Oh yeah. Ambiance. Yeah. Uh, so hmm. So besides Besides playing drums for Dragon, you also tickle the ivories for I, Seattle's second hottest band. Yes. Oh, ouch. He's well, going to take, <laughs> take that, Clark. But I mean, Clark does rule. Uh, that's what I heard. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yes, I do. Well, You're I, transitioning I, to drums. I did. I've transitioned to drums at this point. Well, let's, let's would, start. You, would you rather be playing the synth? Um, I, you know, I really don't know. Right. I, yeah, I can't really say. They're... They're both fun. Drums are easier for me, and I find it's way less awkward for me to play drums live yeah. than it is uh, synth. It, synth is, is a weird thing to play live. Is it like your a, synth? No, that's Clark. Okay, I was going to say, because it, it feels like it's not yours. Only because... That's I don't, good. I like that. I don't, it, just, it seems like if just you were... sitting in. It seems like if a person, not just you, but any person was going to join a band to play synth, they that's not the that synth one. they would pick. Yeah, no, I have a synthesizer, and it's much larger. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah, no, it's, it's the synth that Clark has, and uh, it, you know, he... So the thing with, with that band is that Clark has a vision of having a band where he writes all of the songs and the people that play live with him are a constant rotating sort of yeah. just cast of friends and yeah. you know whatever um but but you have you been it since the beginning <laughs> yeah i've okay. played almost every show in one you know way or another um and yeah so he has written all the parts he wrote all the keyboard parts on that synth so it's just easier and like i don't have to bring my own synth which is bigger so it's kind of a pain yeah um it it visually it adds a lot and there is a visual component to clarko sure absolutely sure but yes, it's it's it, it's. I think it's obvious to everyone that that's not yours. Yeah, and that you're being forced to play it. Yeah, I really like that's that. That actually might push me back to. <laughs> I really like that. What'd be really funny is if like like you and Clark decided like okay yeah you're gonna switch the drums and you show up and he has like a really tiny drum set. Like, like I would love that. That'd be great. I've always wanted to play. This a show is the on drums I have kids. on the recording, so I. This is what you have to use. Yeah. No. Uh, the thing. The funny thing about that is that, so he used he he had he told me about this band we were working together, 
and he's like, I have this band thing I'm going to do. And I was like, that's really cool. And he's like, I want to have, you know, rotating people. And I said, oh, cool. If you ever need a drummer, let me know. And then he, he had Joe Ross doing it. And he's like, yeah, that's cool. But I have Joe and Joe's like a ripping drummer, which he totally is. And he's like, I kind of just want to like, you know, do that for a while. And I was like, okay. And then one day he's like, I have a show. He was kind of stressed, I think. And he's like, I have a show and like our synth player can't do it. And I had told him like, I can also play synth. And he's like telling me like we're at lunch and he's like, I don't know like what we're going to do. And I'm like, dude, I told you. I can play synth, and then he eventually, he was just like, oh, like he'd, I don't know, forgotten or whatever. So then that's how I got into that. And then, yeah, then Joe, you know, Joe plays in a bunch of other bands and has other commitments, so he couldn't play drums. I mean, at that point, Joe was playing like every show as well. It was like me, Joe, and then some random guitar player. Um, And so then Joe couldn't, so then I just kind of moved into drums sort of out of necessity. So, and and I guess it made more sense too, because I already knew all the songs, you know, because I'd played them so many times. but the- Yeah, but it's, it's sometimes kind of fun when you see a band where, like, the person who you always see playing drums is playing keyboard, and the person you always see playing bass is, like, playing drums, you know. Yeah, oh, no, totally, totally. Yeah, you never know what you're in for when you go to see Clarko. That's true. <laughs> so, I think, I think we've actually, I think I've actually talked about this on the podcast before for long-time listeners, but how did you, um... From the you know from the the band point of view, that show at the Black Lodge that was like where there was like a bazillion kids. Oh, that yeah, that show was great. Oh, that show was awesome. Best. That show was really funny. Actually, after that show, <laughs> after that set, um, I was like packing up the tiny keyboard. And this does it take long to back up the <laughs> It was mostly trying to fish out the power cord oh, okay. behind the monitor, but I was packing it up, and there was this like young woman there in front of me she i mean she i honestly would not doubt if she was like 17 yeah it was a really young crowd she was very young and she was very intoxicated and she came up to me and she was like she's like what what is that (laughs) (laughs) and i said i said it's a synthesizer and she was like cool and i was like yeah okay like <laughs> i just kind of watched like are you okay is everything you know she seemed fine but yeah there were a lot of kids there it was that was pretty but, but and everyone know, was going ape shit yeah they were yeah. loving it yeah. it was yeah that was a really fun that was, was a really fun show. Wimps show yeah it? i think yeah, that's yeah, why all yeah. the kids were there well i heard that clark had gone to like two shows of the Vera Project and handed out flyers. Uh, You know, that's the thing about Clark. He's the only person I know who does, like, paper flyers, and he'll go to shows. It's like, that's the cool thing, is it's, that's like how, you know, I grew up playing shows. Like, you go to other shows and you pass out your flyers. Um, And it's funny now, because people will talk to me and they're like, it's so crazy, I saw Clark at a show last night, and he's like, handing out flyers. And I'm like, yeah. And they're just like so dumbfounded that <laughs> someone would take the time to do that. You but know, one, I, once, cool. Yeah, once cool. he gave me a flyer for a show, but it was that show they were both at. <laughs> <laughs> just just want to make sure you stick around. That's pretty good. He, he, he never over promote. <laughs> he yeah yeah. Um. Wait. So wait. Go, but back to the beginning. So. How are Clarko practices with you being the only constant member? Well, you and Clark being the only constant members. Yeah, I mean, they're pretty, you know, they're pretty good. We had one, we actually practiced last night, um, and that was actually, that was like the full bang. So we have a show coming up this Friday, and uh, they're fine. We have done practices, though, with just bass and drums. 
um, which is kind of funny, but cool. It's it's weird though, because there's it's, there's nothing going. I mean, yeah, we like we like worked on a new song for a long time that like just the two of us bass and drums. It was weird, but oh, Clark writes them that way. I guess that's how he writes them. Yeah. Um, I wanted to say about your Elvis Costello thing. Oh, please, yeah. I was watching recently watching the second season of that television show, The Deuce. Oh, uh, the, HBO. the 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 industry. David Simon. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. James Franco plays twins. Yeah, yeah. And uh, Maggie Gyllenhaal. Yes, it's it's a good show. Um, but uh, the theme song for the new season is an Elvis Costello song. Uh, that's really funny. Maybe that's why. Maybe everybody's watching. Oh, that could, that could be. be yeah, it's people get really... resurgence. <laughs> so now you said you know you you moved around a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, have you 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 lived in Singapore? I did, yeah. And you got a chance to play drums in Singapore, if, as, far as, oh. as far as I've heard. Do you want to do you want to tell our audience the story of you playing drums in Singapore? Sure. I'm. How did you find that out? Did I tell you that? Oh, that's, 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 oh well, yeah. A hot tip. Oh, a hot tip. We have a tip. One eight hundred accents on purpose. Yeah. So uh, there's. Um, I didn't. When we moved there, we moved there for my partner's job, and we didn't really take much because we were only going to be there for two years. So I left my drums and stuff in a storage unit here. And at I, I, can't, I can't imagine Singapore having a lot of like cheap practice spaces. <laughs> I don't think any at all, probably. <laughs> but, oh yeah. Uh, yeah. So one night we were out with some of her coworkers, and they, I don't know, and, and somehow you know they like found out that I played drums. And they were like, oh, we have to take you to this bar. And it was like, uh, what? Okay. So, you know, we go to this bar and it's like a live karaoke bar. And there's a full band set up on stage. And if you play one of those instruments, you can get up and you can play with people. And they had regulars who Whoa. would always come and play. Like they had, a, they had this guy who had these like really great, like Eugene Levy eyebrows. Oh. <laughs> and he could just shred piano. He was really good. And bass. Um, anyway, so the, and these people, <laughs> these, these join Clark. <laughs> <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah. Um, so these people would, they would just be up there and they know a ton of songs. And yeah. so I got up there, like they, you know, they got me pretty drunk. Cause I was like, I don't want to do that. Yeah. And eventually they got me like full of gin and I was like, okay. And so I go up there and they're, you know, they would be like, you know, what do you know? And I'm like, I, I don't know. You know? And then they're like, they just pick a song and it was like often like, I, like superstition from Stevie Wonder, and I was like, "Yeah, I can do that." Mm-hmm. Or they'd be like, "Like one time I played Crowded House, which I like didn't know, but like pulled from some part of my brain where I was like, I've heard this song. Like I can like fumble my way through it." The best though was these two dudes. There were these two young guys from. They were like in town. I think they're from Indonesia, and they were like, "Hey man, like you play drums, like." Do you know any Rage Against the Machine? And I was like, Yeah, absolutely. Uh, <laughs> and, and they were like, Let's do Killing in the Name. And I was like, Fucking yeah, here we go. Like, I'll count us in. Done, done. So we did. We did it, and uh, it got pretty raucous there at the end. And uh, I broke one of the drumsticks. Whoa. And yeah, I mean, you know. That's what happens, I guess. Are the drumsticks like darts at a bar where you have to give your ID to the bartender and he gives you the drumsticks? <laughs> there was just a whole there was a whole mess of them, but there okay. was this one point where this like this like awkward Dutch guy showed up and he had this weird strap like almost like a band was a bandolero, bandolier. Yeah, bandolier. Band- yeah. He had that like kind of like a like a strap for like a messenger bag or something, but it just was continuous around his body. And then he like flung it around at one point and like pulled drumsticks out of it. <laughs> 
He like I don't gonna, like I don't know the kid. So you bring in your cue to the pool. Yeah, oh, like yeah. If he, if but when it's down your pant leg, so like no one sees it. Yeah, like I don't know if he knew that this place did that or if he just carries those around to like you know hit stuff. But anyway, um, so yeah, so, uh, so I broke the drumsticks and I was like, wow, that was crazy and fun, whatever. And so then eventually we we came back another time and I was not allowed to play. Because I broke the really? drums. Oh, yeah, did they have your Polaroid on a wall? No, <laughs> I, mean, I, felt, I felt really bad because I, I woke up the day after and, like, admittedly, I was kind of drunk and I was like, I should go buy them drumsticks because I broke their drumsticks. Yeah. And then I just didn't, I just did other stuff and I kind of forgot and didn't do it. And I came back and the owner, she was like, dude, like, you can't play. Like, you broke my drumsticks last time. And I was like, yeah, you're not, you know, that's fair. Like, that's fine. So that was the last time I did it and now it's gone. It's a Thai disco bar now. So. Oh, that's so sad. it's probably you know, it, you know it, was, it was the costs of replacing those drumsticks. <laughs> <laughs> Everything <laughs> expensive there. Very well could have been. It's all imported. They don't have yeah. guitar center in Singapore. They don't have guitar. You know, there was one music. There was actually so the way Singapore works is that everything is in a mall, and there's there are areas where like let's say you need like a light bulb, like a special light bulb. There is an area of town where there are just a bunch of light bulb stores or like lighting stores. Like everything, wow. it's not it's not like here where you're like, I gotta go to the U District to get this special thing or that. Everything's just in this one area, and so there is a mall where there are a few music stores, um, and I went to a few of them, and it's it's very little in the way of drums. It's mostly guitars, and like everything is, you know, like a DD five digital delays like three hundred dollars or something like it's crazy expensive um and there's really no like craigslist is not quite a big thing there so yeah but i don't know i broke the drumsticks i wasn't allowed to do it again but hey i went out on a pretty high note i, I was pretty satisfied yeah drop yeah. the mic on that rage huh? i mean oh man break the drumstick should be the new drop the mic mm. yeah you know one time during during a white coward show at Black Lodge, uh, I we were in the middle of our last song, and I broke my drumstick, and a piece of it went up my fingernail. It was pretty insane. That sucks. Yeah, it really did. It went like past the cuticle, and it, it had a little bit coming out. Ugh. And it, after we got done playing, I tried to pull it out, and it just broke off. Ugh. And uh, oh, I had to work the next day, and I didn't have time because it was you know it was late, and I had to work and all that stuff. So I just went to sleep, and I worked the next day with this oh. hunk of. Don't you have pliers at your work? I mean, can you get... This was a different job. Oh, this man. was a grocery store job. Oh. Yeah, um, oh, probably, sucks. but yeah, um, it was Whole Foods. We don't sell hardware stuff. Oh. Um, yeah, so I had to work all day with my just like finger in the air, kind of like couldn't grab anything because it hurt so bad. It was it was pretty rough, but eventually it, it came out. And now I have it glued on a piece of paper. Cause, good, good. Yeah. yeah. As a reminder. That's quality scrapbooking. Yeah. I, well, it's actually framed. We have a tiny frame for it. Because it was like a, it was early on in my relationship with my partner and she... she Saved it. It, it, it. Well, no, she got it. It was this thing where like, I was like, we need to get this out now, you know, kind of thing. And she, she she's like, I think I got it. And I was like, pull. And she just yanked it out. And it was like... She was grossed out, and I think I said, like, oh, my God, thank you. Like, I was just, like, this soul, like sigh of relief because I thought it was going to, like, be in there forever. I was going like, to lose a fingertip or something. Well, once I was drinking at um, Sun Liquor. Sure. The, the, the first one. And I was drinking with my friend, and he would recently broken up with his, like, you know, longtime girlfriend. 
but they were trying to like pretend to still be friends. And she knew that we were hanging out. And she's like, oh, hey, I'm nearby with my new dude. Dude, do you mind if I like join you? And we're like, no, it's fine. It's, it, at the time, it, that was fine. And so we were sitting at the bar. And then they showed up. And when they showed up, we were obviously going to go sit at the table. And he kind of like turned really quickly. And his hand like hit the bar. And he got a splinter like in his fingernail. Really Ooh. bad. And like, he's like, oh, fuck. He's like, Danny, I got... This really bad splinter. I looked at him like, wow, that's really bad. <laughs> yeah. And so we both went in the bathroom to try to get it out. And it wouldn't come out. And I only, at the time, I only lived like a block away. So I'm like, fuck this. I'll be right back. And I ran home. And the person I was saying at the time was like watching TV. And like the door just flies open. And I come in. I'm like, hey, I want to borrow your tweezers. And she's like, what? I'm like, I'll talk to you later. And then I like run. Because I didn't like, you know, I don't talk to yeah. And I ran in there, and I ran back in the bathroom. We had not told his ex, <laughs> they were just sitting guy, wow. that there was something going on. And so when I go back in, and like, yeah, I just like fucking pulled it out, and we got it out. And then they were like, "Hey guys, what's going on?" It's like, oh, just you know, some some splinter problems. <laughs> yeah, minor <laughs> surgery in the bathroom. Yeah, that's cool. I don't know why you had to do that in the bathroom. What? Why'd you have to do Probably in the, the best light. You've been to sunlight for the light. Yeah, 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 right. But also, the, those bathrooms are like single occupancy, but they're, they're really big. nice. Yeah, they're, they're mm-hmm. big. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. So, I like a nice bathroom. I dislike a bad bathroom. So, yeah, no, I like a nice bathroom. Yeah, yeah, I know. Yeah, sometimes you go in the bathroom and, like, whew, it's like, you know, there's a lot going on. <laughs> there's, a, yeah. there's just a lot going on. Yeah. Uh,. Those Vera Project bathrooms are pretty bad. I was there over the weekend when I was in the oh, okay, bathroom. Okay, yeah. I don't know. There's 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 a lot going on in those. Yeah, I had a guy talk to me in the bathroom the other day at that, work. That's awful. He was cleaning the 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 counter where the sink is, but he doesn't. He's not a cleaner. He's just a. He was just he a guy. Kind of guy. <laughs> <laughs> we share a bathroom with the Tacos Chukies, and he yeah he was like oh, the, 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 the new one. The yeah new yeah one. yeah. And he he was like, don't mind me, someone left this a mess. And I was like, oh, okay, that's really nice of you to clean up. And he's like, yeah. And he's like hacking up into the trash can while he's doing it. And then as I'm like, you know, I'm peeing, he's like, you look familiar. I think we've met. What's your name? And I was like, oh, God. And so I told him, and I, I, st- I was like... And he's like, oh, wait, you, you're in that future forward band. I was like, I, I know. He's like, I saw you at Kame House. You guys were okay. Um, and I said, Anthony, he goes, that's my name too. And I was like, fuck me, I'm about to get, like, robbed or something. You know, because, like, that's just, yeah. like, a tell... I'm like, he's going to... It's going to be a... Yeah, that's robbed. my name too, Let's compare IDs. Yeah, yeah, put on your wallet. Let's compare IDs. Yeah, exactly. He's like, no way. Yeah, it was really, it was really weird. But then he started complaining about, yeah, um how cold it was and how people don't wash their hands when they use the bathroom and I was like yeah that's how they get sick I guess and then he started talking about how he hasn't been in the house for a while and I was like I gotta go we've been so, in the house yeah that's right I don't know what that means yeah. I don't know what like that the means big house? like the big house or, or like someone house. doesn't let him in the house I don't know what that means it was really confusing and I just wanted to wash my hands and get and the thing that sucked is like you know in the bike shop we have a sink yeah. So I could have left and washed my hands in the sink, but I didn't want him to know that I was no, leaving. Because then I'm yeah. the person who's, you know, it was a whole. He yeah, really and, had me. And also, he really like, had me. When you're, you're as you're walking to the bike shop, you someone sees you, wants to shake your hand, and like that's where like patient zero starts. That's, yeah, like that handshake that's is where it. the disease spreads. Yeah, <laughs> from Anthony's crotch hands <sighs> to the zombie apocalypse. <laughs> have you ever replaced a drummer in a band? Yeah, oh, I yeah. have. My like f- 
first so like my first like real my second real band in high school i was a crust band you, I'm, I'm glad you had two real bands in high school because well, that's actually a lot in high that school that is a lot and three actually oh but uh but the second one was like a crust band oh so it's like just like yeah but also like really slow you know like uh there were like some slow parts and like okay. slow like double bass at yeah. points because um, Arizona loves crust, um, so yeah. But I, I like replaced a guy in that band. Do you think um, it's because of the dry heat that they like it slow, or that they like crust? <laughs> yeah, you know, maybe I don't know. They've all got those. It's like a little Mad Maxish out there, and they've did all got have, like. Did you ever have dreadlocks? No, no. That's the thing is, I've always, I've pretty much always <laughs> looked like this, um, and so, <laughs> so it's kind of weird. I was definitely, I was definitely not, um, you know, a very crusty dude. So that was always kind of strange. Uh, Real crusty on the inside. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I, I, I can totally sympathize because um, I, you know, I listened to a lot of like hardcore bands mm-hmm. when I was when I was younger. Yeah, and recently, like, people have been scanning their photos. And putting them on, like, you know, Instagram and stuff like that. And I see these pictures of me hanging out with hardcore people, and I look like the biggest nerd. Sure. It's, like, all, like, fucking, like, leather and, like, spikes and all these things. And then there's this guy in, like, this weird brown sweater (laughs) and, like, (laughs) slacks. Yeah. And, like, big glasses. And I was like, you know, at the time, I knew, I, you know, I was, like, a little bit off, but like looking at it now, I'm like, holy like, what shit! The fuck? Yeah, it's almost like where's Waldo? Because I look like fucking Waldo. You stand out so much. Yeah, um, yeah. That's actually it's funny. So like, wait, what? What were the names of your three high school bands that were also successful? Oh well, I didn't. Your three very serious high school bands. Well, you know, I mean, like there were recordings. I think that's like, pretty serious, yeah, right? I, if there's recordings, that's yeah. Yeah, I don't know if you could find them. So the first one and the Napster. Whoa, <laughs> LimeWire maybe. They got it all. Um, the first one was called Second Offense, and that was like a kind of punk band. It was really weird because I so I grew up in like the the desert of Phoenix of like the suburbs of Phoenix and uh, in like around where like old people from the Midwest go. Like, like the, retire, that was like yeah. yeah and like so there was like never in the summer it was like very sparse like there was no one there because it's so goddamn hot yeah so i used to play like i would just over the summer i just play drums all day that's like all i did and skateboard and one day these two kids knocked on my door and they were like hey we we heard you playing drums like is that you and that's i was like awesome. i was like yeah and they're like do you want to be in our band and i was like I guess and I said but I was like what do you what do you like what do you sound like what do you listen to and they I remember them they said like mustard plug and like Pennywise all these bands I had no idea who they were I was I was so confused I was like I have mustard plug that sounds so stupid I've still never heard mustard plug I have no idea but so that's kind of it was like a sort of band kind of like that um that was like my first band and then the crust band was called the principle of murder <laughs> of course wait was it <laughs> principal or principal principal i think ple okay so the, like the like the like the idea like yeah yeah not, not like i'm the school band i'm the principal of murder and class is in yeah, oh yeah no. oh then, then the cover band could be the assistant principal <laughs> <laughs> yeah no and then and then from that 
started <laughs> from the ashes of that rose the phoenix oh. yeah well yeah that was a funny bit like crust bands were so funny it was like <coughs> drums bass guitar and two singers of course uh, you know, yeah. yeah it was it was pretty incredible in that way uh it was not that great um but anyway i got to play double bass that was cool um then from that started this other band which was called john holmes and the wonderland coke conspiracy whoa way too long um it's <laughs> a great name <laughs> Thank you. I came up with that. Uh, I was pretty proud of that. But that was more of like a. Uh, have you ever listened? Have you ever heard La Shock? Yeah, yeah. Oh, they're, they're from San Diego. Yeah, the Long Beach. Long Beach. Okay. That was like when I found that band, basically, yeah. and that is basically what we sounded like. Okay. Um. So yeah, those were like my three high school bands. Yeah. But. Uh, are you gonna put out like a compilation of those bands? Just um, no, but I actually record store day next year. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> I have I have a John Holmes uh, cassette tape that we made in my living room. On my our friend had a reel to reel, and with like two tiny you know like little microphones, we recorded it yeah. in my living room before my parents got home from work, and it was so shitty. I I had broken the bottom head of my snare, so I just and I couldn't afford a new one, so I just tuned the the batter head as high as it would go it sounds so terrible but it's you know it's kind of nice but i still have that but i don't think it's on the internet or anything but Mm. maybe not yet something to look forward to yeah if i ever figure that out john holmes (laughs) yeah let's say you sell the rights to your story to universal studios okay so from fucking you know second offense which I think it's yeah. great that your first band is called Second. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty good. Was it those kids' second band? I don't know. Huh? Huh? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> like they just kept naming. Like now they're on like fourth offense. <laughs> <laughs> like can, can I actually? So, so the 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 origin of that name. This is. I think this is. Oh yeah, pretty good. So the origin of that name. I think. I think that there's. It was from like the CD jacket of I believe a Sublime CD. There's. There's, like, someone wearing a shirt, I think, that says, like, first offense mm. or third offense. I, I know it's not second, but that's where they got it from. Wow. Yeah, I, you know, it's, it's Arizona, baby. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so you sell the rights to your story. Who's going to play you in the movie? Oh, wow. And who plays Clark? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. Who plays me? Um, and who plays the guy in the bathroom that tried to talk to you? Jesus. So you, you have to cast all three of those people. Okay, so who plays me? I guess I'd go with probably whoever I get. Can, I guess I should just do whoever I get compared to. I do. I get compared to Ben Stiller. Or I used to get compared to Ben Stiller a lot. I've personally never seen it. But it used to... It did pre-mustache. Yeah. So, like, when I was, like, you know, younger. Anthony it, means before his mustache, not before Ben Stiller's mustache. Yes, before my mustache, yeah. Um, I used to get that a lot, which I thought was weird. And I kind of always, in a weird way, took offense. Yeah. For some, not, not offense, but I was like, wow, really? Like, couldn't be someone cooler? Like, I don't no. know, anybody? But Yeah. No, that's, I, if someone told me that I looked like Ben Stiller, I'd be bummed out. Yeah. So, I'm not going to say Ben Stiller. Because I would want my partner to enjoy the movie. So yeah. I'll say Killian Murphy. Oh, yeah. Me. Awesome. Yeah. I would love to see Killian Murphy behind the drum set. Yes. Oh, are they done? No, no, there's one more. I know, 
doesn't get one. Oh, well, okay. Do you want to share? I thought you brought beer. <laughs> I did. <laughs> so, okay, I'll say him. Uh, Clark. I think just Clark. Clark will play Clark. No. No? Okay. Clark okay. gets to play the guy at like a convenience store when the characters go in to like buy something. Like uh, he's like the okay. guy. He has a cameo. <laughs> uh, let's see. For Clark, maybe um, like Sam Kinison's reanimated corpse. There you go. That could, works. Could be Clark. I mean the hair. Yeah. yeah. The hair alone. Yeah. Right. And then. The guy in the bathroom. Anthony from the bathroom. I don't know. Maybe Anthony Kiedis? Oh no, maybe yeah, yeah. No. I'm trying to think. I don't Yeah, why not? Sure. Let's say just no. Throw another let's, Anthony in there. let's just say Chad Smith. Uh, oh. Keep drummers, let's give drummers work. Yeah. Chad Smith. Where so this this whole interview has been basically leading up to this question. Where is your favorite place in Seattle to get coffee? My favorite place in Seattle to get yeah. coffee. For like the amount of money you spend to like the experience. I mean, I yeah, I probably analog. Oh yeah, I really love that place. Oh, it's great. It's yeah, and it's always been great. You know what I mean? Like it's it. I it was here when I left, and then I came back, and it's still there. It's still good. It's not. I don't know. And now they have that like food section, the other B-side. restaurant B side, which yeah. is great. Yeah, I'd say analog. And they're also like B-side's super good. Yeah, B side's yeah. delicious, and everyone that works there is like just so nice. And yeah, I'd say analog. Keep it, keep it local. I also don't really go to other coffee shops. Daniel, where do you like to get your coffee? You Actually, know, you know I, what? There's this place. Is, unfortunately, uh, unfortunately we've run out of time. Place. We've run out of time. Uh, I really. <laughs> we've run out of time, and so I want to thank Anthony from uh, Clarko and Dragon, and yeah. For coming on the show. Hopefully, we will have a few more episodes. Uh, Daniel, thank you for showing up. Oh, thanks, Daniel. Uh, so remember, keep one uh, finger on the pause button, one foot in the grave, and uh, thank you for listening. Don't you think? I would say so because it's... It's based on how it's coming towards your body. Yeah, but so but you I mean, bring like, a hot dog in like this. Yeah, but you bring a hamburger in like this. Well, I think about it more the way like is your butt a hot dog or a hamburger? Oh, your butt's a. Because well, I think my hot dog is the my. <laughs> You my butt is the hot dog in this time. Oh, but the other way, I see. My, my butt would be a hamburger. I still think this is hamburger, though. Because if it was hot dog, I'd be sitting this way. Right? And the, but, I mean, the bot... Anyway, it doesn't matter. This is the most comfortable way for me.